the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon and welcome into Woods and Water, South Carolina. Hope y'all are having a kind of a cool Saturday out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what 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 is that like the like, second winter or third winter or no I no what, I forget what it is. I don't have that sheet about South Carolina I think weather. It's the second the second yeah second or, or third yeah. winter because we've already been through the summer of false, deception. Yeah, false. False Third false winter or something. Like that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. We should have that thing memorized by now. Ding, 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 ding. We have we have breaking news. Um, oh, we have guests later. Later, Tony and Anna Kay, Crescent High School fishing team, going to be with us. Girl power is taking over the show today. Today, yeah. <laughs> Tony and I have a very minor role. Um, no, no, it is Fat Bear Week. <laughs> Now tell me what Fat Bear Week bear. is. Fat Bears. Also, if you hear a noise in the background, Sophie is yeah. snoring again. Yeah. Um, and the time she's right behind our seats. Fat so. Bear Week. It, you vote on, what, what is this? Webby Awards People's Voice. <laughs> but anyway, it's the Katmai <laughs> National Park and Reserve in Alaska. They have this contest every year. It's called Fat Bear Week. Honky Chomp Bear Donk a Donk. <laughs> From crowning Alaska's fattest bear to the launch of the National Park Service app for sharing insider, the NPS was recognized in 2022 by the International Academy of Digital Arts and Science with Webby nominations in multiple categories. <gasps> and this nominee is hashtag Fat Bear Week. Nominated in the social events and live streams category, Fat Bear Week is an annual celebration of success and survival, highlighting the, resist, the resilience and hush. Adaptability and strength of Katmai National Park's brown bears. Bears compete, quote unquote, against each other in a bracket style tournament, and online visitors can vote in a series of matchups, ultimately resulting in the crowning of a Fat Bear Week champion. It's like it's like March Madness for Fat Bears. Last year, bear number four eighty, name of Otis one. Otis is very cuddly. See him right there? Otis doesn't look cuddly. Otis looks like he just had one too many. He's got part of a salmon in his mouth, so you know that's why he's fat. Um, why fat matters? <laughs> why fat matters? <laughs> Nearly eight hundred thousand votes cast last year. What are people doing with their days? <laughs> this is kind of fun. I'm gonna vote. How it works? It's a March Madness style bracket, and you go to explore.org's website and the criteria, and then you can vote for the fat bears. They have a fat bear junior too. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Otis was in 2014. Bede Nose was in 2015. Otis won again in 16 and 17. <laughs> Bede Nose went in 18. Holly did 19. Bear number 747. They haven't named that one. Fat bear Otis won again in 21. But Otis, Otis has been fat for a long time. <laughs> Otis faces have some serious heart problems. He probably now. has diabetes or something. 
Fat Bear Week. <laughs> in today's world, it's good you have a little levity like Fat Bear Week. So go vote for your Fat Bear. <laughs> you snorted. I can't believe you snorted. You actually did that on the air, too. And I didn't catch it in seven seconds. Well, <laughs> ow, that hurt. I hope y'all are laughing, too. Go take Hey, look, we we got to have some levity in this world, the way things are going. Seriously, go, vat in the, go vote in the Fat Bear Week contest. Katmai National Park. Uh, you know, Google it. Google will get you anything. Fat. Fat Bear Week. Gotta love it. <sighs> gotta love it. Gotta, gotta love the outdoors in general. Gotta love Fat Bear. Gotta love Fat Bear. <laughs> I resemble a Fat Bear sometimes. Uh, You're a grumpy Fat Bear. I'm a grumpy Fat Bear. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't get many votes if I was a Fat Bear. Um, no, seriously. Thanks for tuning in. Hopefully somebody mm-hmm. laughed. Hope your day is a little bit better. We are going to talk a lot about high school, high school fishing mm-hmm. coming up. From both a girl standpoint and a coach daddy standpoint, uh, should be good. Should be good. And if you're interested in having, and especially if you you parents with girls who want to fish competitively, this will be good for you. Mm-hmm. Be, it, 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 y'all can do it. Honestly, you can do. Yep. High, uh, fishing is one thing that's not about strength. Fishing is about a mental, mental strength. attitude. Mental that's strength it. is a big thing. I mean, you got to you got to be able to fish. Okay. But it's more about the mental part. That's the hardest part of fishing, competitive fishing. Yep. Uh, calendar events this week brought to you by Lake Mer, no, Capital City. Lake Murray Country. Yeah, you stole my line. I know. April 14th, the Lake Murray branch of the National Deer Alliance is having their sportsman's banquet. Uh, food is important, and that's being provided by Sheely's. Oh. No. <laughs> Oh, Sheely's in Batesburg, Leesville. I only been eating there for like almost my entire life. Uh, live auction, silent auction, raffles, games, all that stuff, you know. Date the 14th, 6 to 10, CNS Farms in Leesville, South Carolina. Uh, go to the National Deer Alliance, look for events in your area, or contact uh, Rick Counts, who is the regional director. Drear Island is hosting the little, the second annual Little Mountain Fire Rescue Benefit Bass Tournament. That is on April 15th from 5 a.m. to 6 p.m. And first place is $5,000. There's some big fish cash prizes, and it doesn't say anything about registering, so I guess you get there and register there. So go check it out. Maybe so. Uh, <coughs> on April the 30th, the Red Roof Inn is having a dolphin tournament. 500 bucks to enter. Uh, they have categories dolphin, wahoo, black fin, tuna, and mixed bags. Uh, it's April 30th. Weigh-in is Rockland Avenue, Guatemala Island from 4 to 8. Prizes awarded to Outstanding Lady and Youth Dolphin Anglers. Got a fish fry, a live music, bring your own booze. Uh, registration is open until 5 p.m. April 29th. Cash only. Captain's meeting held the night before. Um... Dolphin season's here. i got to get offshore this year. I do. Yes. Trinity Baptist Church in Williamson, South Carolina, is having a Sportsman's Fellowship Dinner with a special guest speaker, Clay Dyer. That's uh, Saturday, April 16th. Doors open at 3, mail at at 5. Yeah. And there's some door prizes and tickets are $10 a person. And where do they go to find more information? 
I don't know. It doesn't have a link on here. Yeah, Sportsman's. Yeah, look for it. You'll find yeah. it. Google it. Yeah, Google it. You can find or it. Or DuckDuckGo it. DuckDuckGo <laughs> Are you done? Yeah. Oh, dang. Done. The second annual fishing tournament benefiting the Connie Maxwell Children's Home is April 23rd on Lake Cartwell. Uh, $2,000 guaranteed first prize, uh, $10 entry fee per person. They're giving away some gift cards. Um, you can bring some items to donate, like pillows, cases of water, um, paper products, stuff like that. And you can go online to get more details about that. And that's kind of brought to you by Capital City Lake Murray Country. You stole my line again. again. Uh, I did go. I did go to Tulsa, Oklahoma, for the Red Crest. Congratulations to Bobby Lane. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk more about that. I've actually got Casey Ash is gonna come on, talk a little fishing, but more about turkey hunting. Uh, let's see. Andy Montgomery finished fifth. Yeah, Brian Thrift ninth. Casey finished thirteenth. Uh, Ott Defoe finished 27th. I bet he wasn't happy about that. Um, oh, and, and man, Anthony, dead last. 41st. He was not a happy camper the first night. Yeah. Did go out to dinner and he was better the next few nights, but, uh, it was a good time. Had a ball, went to a ball while I was there. Like, literally had a ball. Yeah, at no, the ball. went to a ball. At the ball, yeah. But you had a ball. I drove almost 100 miles on historic Route 66, and I thought about Cars movie the whole time I was on it. Uh, You're still a child. <laughs> I am. I am. Got my got a little bit of that wide open spaces out there in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. It was uh, a lot of cows, not many people. I like that. <laughs> Sometimes I get tired of people. Um. Anyway, hang on. We got Tony and Anna after the break, y'all. Uh, more Woods and Water stuff on the other side. Say something uh, smart. Something smart. Say something about yeah, the music. I was actually going to say the music's not, that's not bad. It's not bad. Until you start dancing. Dire straits. Please spare me. I don't need the visuals to go along with the well, song. Well, don't look over here then. Well, it's kind of hard when you're sitting right next to me. No. You can look forward, look at your sheet of paper, do something. Or you could just stop dancing. I'm not dancing. I'm uh, sitting in a chair. You're, never mind. Never mind. Anyway. Welcome into another segment of Woods and Water. Can't believe y'all are still with us, but <clears throat> that, that long to say that. Well, I was I had to complain a little bit first. I know you always I do. I did. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so Dad, we love to encourage women in the outdoors, don't we, on the show? And yes. we actually have a very special guest with us today. Yes, we do. We actually we have two, two. special guests. Two yeah, actually. You see? I'm, I'm, I know. I'm you know, sorry. And we're, and we're not. We're going to try to stay away from the boys versus or the girls versus the boys here. It's going to end up like and that. beat up on the guys. <laughs> but we we do we do. It's uh, and, and this is on the heels of the first girl team winning a state championship yep, in Louisiana right. last weekend. But we are we are we are so happy to have Anna Kay and Tony Kay with us. They're uh, Anna's been fishing a long time, and and her dad's been watching her fish a long time. <laughs> From the captaincy, though, and and uh, and so he's with us too. But uh, thanks both of you for taking time out of your day to be here on Woods and Water, South Carolina. We're going to have fun with this. We're going to talk about high school fishing 
from a girl's standpoint, mm-hmm. which is that's really cool because we we do a lot with the guys. Yeah, we do. We do, and and girls are making a big impact and big inroads in in the outdoor industry, both in hunting side, fishing side, and all. Mm-hmm. And uh, and who knows, this may be some encouragement for a girl who's out there is thinking, I want to do high school fishing. And uh, hey, here's your role model right here, Anna sure. Kay. Yeah. How's that, Anna? That that sets you up pretty good. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, take just a second, introduce yourself to us, um, and uh, and then after you're done, just get Dad to say a few words too, and we'll get busy. All right. I'm Anna Kay from Crescent High School. I'm a junior, and I've been fishing high school tournaments since I was in the sixth grade. So it's about seven years right now. My name is Tony K. I'm her dad. I've been the captain, and uh, trust me, it's been a tough seven years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it has already started, Taylor, have, and he fired the it. first volley. Uh, I knew it. <laughs> I, I couldn't let Taylor have it all. No, yeah, absolutely not. Nobody ever lets me. Nobody lets me win on this show anymore. Oh. I used to when I was all cute and cuddly and young. Oh, yeah, now you're like a porcupine. Now I was like a beating like every a Saturday. Yeah. Oh, y'all, oh, well. go ahead, Tony. You ought to hear sometimes when Andy or Anthony or Casey or somebody, they just give her up the road oh, unmercifully. Lord, so feel free. You, you know Taylor. We, we, have to, we have an agreement here that if you know Taylor, you can beat up on Taylor. Yeah. So you know Taylor, so feel free to have at it. Um, I just kind of picture myself as like a one big punching bag yeah, of right. five, seven and a yeah, half right. foot punching bag. Good. Uh, you know, and, and before <laughs> right there, it, it starting off is a great one. A punching bag? No. Oh, okay. Tony's saying he's watched a lot of fishing. Mm-hmm. Because that's what a boat captain does. Tony, how, as a dad, first of all, how hard is it to, and, and you can't do this anyway, how hard is it to, to kind of put some duct tape on your mouth and, and let your daughter run things? There, there are days it's very challenging when she gets hung up doing something way too long and you just starts getting on your nerves a little bit but you know we've come to understand get come to an understanding over the years and she kind of knows when i'm getting frustrated with her in an area and, and i just do it for her betterment you know to make sure. her understand it's time to go we got to go and, right and, and and this got to the point in these last two years where there's very little of that i mean she pretty much knows when it's time to go and she's really taking a lot of notes and learned what's going on you know i saw that very thing uh uh-oh where were we like two years ago? Clark Hill. Clark's Hill. That's right. Because you were, y'all were doing something, and uh, I was sitting there watching, and all of a sudden Anna says, "Okay, let's go." <laughs> and Tony, I don't think you were upset at that time. I think it was just Anna was like, "Okay, this is not happening. We're going out here and fish." Y'all went out and started fishing top water out in the middle of the lake. I remember that. Um, yeah, yeah. Anna, we've been. I've been. I've. I've watched you grow up. I hate to say it like that because I don't want to make you feel. You know, so young because I'm so old. But anyway, it's I, I, I seriously I was talking to you that earlier, and I can remember it's it's at least been five, maybe six years from the yeah. first time I watched you fish a tournament. You are old, Dad. I know I am. It's okay, uh, mine is too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it continues. I'm about to say we're already teaming up. We're already, yeah. It, it's, it, this is going to be fun. Um, but no, it's uh, is a privilege, and and to have a, fa- a father daughter. That we love that interaction, mm-hmm. father daughter, and uh, 
you know, I'm sure there's been times when you want to just leave her out on the water and she's want to leave you out on the water, and, and that's good because that's that relationship that happens. Yeah, um, we know that from experience, Dad. <laughs> All right, it's time for us not to talk as much, Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I and, and let them talk because their time is valuable. So go ahead. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna start it off. Yep. And I'm gonna make you think way back to your very roots. How did you get started fishing, or who got you started fishing? All right. So Daddy used to fish BFLs and bass opens, and when I was little, he quit. But he had me out on the water every weekend I was fishing. And from the moment I caught my first bass, I just fell in love with bass fishing. So I love that. How old would you have been when you caught your first bass? Three years old. Three years old. I was yes. catching uh, brim at that point. I hadn't yeah. worked up the bass. Yeah. <laughs> that is actually funny because I was sitting there with my little Barbie rod and my bobber. There you go. I saw what Daddy had, and I said, Daddy, let me throw that. Catches it out there for me, and I started reeling it in. It was a Seville, actually. Okay. (laughs) I started reeling it in, and all of a sudden, this fish comes up and hits it, and it ended up being like five and a half pounds. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And Daddy helped me reel it in, so... Well, let me tell you the whole story. Here. Give us the whole story, Tony. <laughs> so I was out there catching fish on a fluke and handing her the rod. Okay. And she was reeling me and having a blast. Sure. And I, and I had this brand new $20 Sabili just come out, laying on the deck. She said, Daddy, that's pretty. I want to throw that. <laughs> and it was striper school. And I'm like, no. Nah. She kept on. So finally I did. Like she said, I cast it out, and she hooked that fish. She landed that fish completely by herself, other than the mother hold her life jacket and hold on to the rod. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure the fish didn't dunk you, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that takes me back to the time. Well, we'll save that. You caught a you caught like a four pound largemouth yeah. on a Barbie rod. We were crappy fishing. I thought I thought I was gonna either break my rod in half or I was going in swimming after yeah. that fish. And the fish was in a tree, and I'm sitting there the whole time going, "This is not gonna last. Not gonna last. Not gonna last." I do remember that. Yeah. Oh. Good stuff. And that's you know, and you two, I'm sure y'all talk about that often. I mean, that, that's one of those memories that was ever ingrained in both yeah. of you. And, uh, you know, 20 years from now, y'all laugh about that first bass. Oh, yeah. It's on the wall, too. So yeah, it's, it's on the right wall. Here in the room. Well, there you go. Yeah. So you're getting reminded every night when you come home. That's even better. Uh, I won't ask who outfished who that day because he's already admitted he was letting her reel in fish. Yeah, so you that's can't, probably yeah, good. Yeah, that's probably good. Um, Anna, okay, so you fell in love with bass fishing. Um, how I mean, did you, and I don't know how long the Crescent program's been going on. Were you, like, one of the first ones in the first year they had it? I mean, what what made you decide to start fishing middle school at that time? All right, so the Crescent team actually started back in 2013, which happened to be the same year that Daddy bought a bass boat after getting rid of the pontoon. (laughs) And, um... I picked out the boat, and then we were sitting there talking to this lady at Palmetto Boat Center. Okay. And she was mentioning to my dad how there's this high school trail that started up, and they were fishing all the lakes in South Carolina. And it just spiked my interest. I think I was in fifth grade at that time, maybe. Okay. And so I knew as soon as I got in sixth grade, that's what I wanted to do. So, Daddy signed me up for the team, and back then, we had this coach, 
and sadly he passed away a few years ago, but uh. he loved me to death, uh. and he was all about girls fishing. His yeah. daughter was too. Okay. And it just really encouraged me to keep pushing through the years and fish. Now, has, has Tony always been your boat captain? I, I know <laughs> I know. when Taylor talked about fishing in high school, I was like, the only way I'm going to let her fish is if I'm her boat captain. Is that kind of the way you did it too, Tony? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Now she has she has had another boat captain for some of the opens and some of the TBF. Sure. But, you know we still the shared responsibility between between me and him. So <laughs> that's great. See, I'm not the only dad. Oh no, I know, I know. <laughs> oh, you know I'm not overprotective. I just want to be there. Yeah, you always want to be there. I do for Tony just about to. everything. That's right. Uh-huh. Um, I always do. Always. Right. I mean, I can't shake them. I mean, look, you're our little girls. <laughs> Uh-huh. Even exactly. though, even though you're not little anymore, you're still our little girls, and it, it, and a, to a dad, little girls have just a special place. More special than Jordan? Dang! Well, I didn't say that now. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. We got we got about a minute and a half here. Um, gosh, I really hate to start off with that one. No, no. Okay, give us a funny story. You got a minute and a half. Give us a give us a funny story about high school fishing. All right, so we were on Lake Gunnersville. It was my first time ever there, and I was throwing a six XD on some shell beds. And all of a sudden, I hook into this fish, and I start reeling it in, and I think it's the biggest largemouth of my life. It comes up. It looks like a turtle because it just flashes, and I just see like yellow, and it gets closer to the boat. It ends up being a drum, and I've never seen a drum or caught one before in my life. And that thing was about 30 pounds. I actually have a picture of it, too. Oh, my goodness. Taylor's oh, caught, yeah. a, Taylor caught a turtle one time. Uh, a that turtle. was on the Barbie rod, too. Yes, actually, I had a lot of memories with that Barbie yeah. rod. But, yeah, I thought <laughs> that was another time I thought I was going to go swimming with the, with the snapping turtle, which was not <laughs> going to be yeah. good for me. 30 seconds. <laughs> Thir- uh, did I miss music? I didn't no, miss not yet. Okay. All right. Um, Thirty seconds. What's the biggest stripe you've ever caught bass fishing? Because I know you caught you catch them. Uh, probably around twelve or thirteen pounds, actually. That'll make it. It was on top water. Ooh. Now that. <laughs> yeah, you had me at top water. Yeah. I'm <laughs> oh me. Well, it's uh, that's a pretty good place to end it. Is that mm-hmm. What do you think? You think Got they'll hang on for another? You yeah. think they'll hang on to the break or hang up on us? Maybe unless you're too annoying. Oh, it can't be annoying. Mm-hmm. All right, well, y'all hang out. We're uh, just breaking the ice here with Anna and Tony, talking about high school fishing. So y'all hang on. We're going to be back and talk a lot more about a lot more high school fishing. See you on the other side of the break. This is where I start to wonder about your music choices. Oh, you like this? It's a, I, it's a I, long intro because it's a, it's taken off the music video and not just the soundtrack. This is actually on a bunch of reels on Instagram right now as a as a thing. Listen right here. <laughs> 
I do know this See? song. See, you know this song. Why is it so long? I told you it came off a music video, not yeah. just the soundtrack. That's that. Anna, Anna, do you know this song at all? I do know this song. Wow. She must listen to her dad's radio just yep. like you do. Look at that. Oh, That's I can really miss that high five. It went. Yep. Yeah. No, it's on her playlist. It it's on, on her playlist. playlist. See, that is that's so cool. the problem I've run into. He's found out some of his music's on my playlist now, and I'm not hearing the end of it. No. <sighs> yeah, I know. It's another constant point. I can just poke you with it. I know, and it's I great. hate that. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, welcome back to Woods and Water, South Carolina. Taylor and I have two very special guests with us, Tony still. and Anna K. They're still, still here. Home. Yeah, they didn't hang up over the break. Yeah, well. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> It's going to happen one of these days. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's okay. Everything happens once. Um, uh, and, and we're talking about high school fishing. Anna's been fishing like seven years now through middle school and now junior and high school. Uh, Tony's been our boat captain. For those of you that don't know about high school fishing or middle school fishing, you have the two anglers, but they're not not allowed to drive, drive the boats. So they have a boat captain. And if you listen to the last segment, Tony said he's watched Anna fish a lot. Um, Watched. <laughs> patiently, yes, I'm sure. Anna, it's you know you look at the you look at the the Bassmaster Elite Series, you look at the Major League Fishing BPTs, you look at a lot of BFLs and opens and all, and there are a few girls scattered around that stuff. But as in as in a lot of male dominated sports, and I'm not trying to cause a argument here or anything. Uh, <laughs> girls are kind of few and far between, but it's different than high school fishing. Y'all are, there's a real representation of girls in fishing, at least in the middle school, high school, and now going into college. Yeah. And we're going to talk about college here in a little bit. Um, how tough are, are, what were some of the challenges, especially starting as, what, a sixth grader? Yep. That you, that, that you overcame. I'm not going to say there that, you know, they, they stuck it to you and gave you a lot of ribbon. But for some of the challenges you had to overcome to be able to fish and, and earn some respect in it. All right. So this doesn't happen to everybody, but it just happened to me. Okay. Um, at the beginning of my sixth grade year, I had a fishing partner. She was a female, too. And she ended up quitting on me about halfway through the season. And that really discouraged me. But... Next thing I know, Daddy looks at me. He says, get your butt up. We're going fishing, and you're going to catch fish. And I did. And from that moment on, I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this. But through middle school, I had it a little rough. People would kind of come at me and say, oh, you're a girl. You shouldn't be out here doing this. There's no way you can do it. But over the years, as I've gotten into high school, these people that have been saying this stuff, they begin to become your friends because they see that you're not just some weak little girl like everybody thinks. You're out here doing this, competing with them. And catching fish and placing up in the point standings and and all. Yeah. And it, interesting that you had a partner quit on you. Um, you don't know. think about it. But, you know, it's, it's not like you're at school and you just have maybe brushed through classes. I mean, you're on a boat. For eight nine hours yeah. at a, at most fifteen feet apart, that can be that can be tough if you don't get along. It is very tough. Yeah, I've bumped heads with my partner many times that I have now, but we work it out and we've got through it a lot these past few years. She's been with me since seventh grade, so 
Wow. Yep. I don't know how. I, don't know, I didn't know girls could be friends that long. Um. She's starting to quit on me many times, but she never has. I know she loves it. Yeah. We just like to threaten each other that we're going to quit or right. not put up with you anymore, but then we really don't because then we realize we can't do life with you. Interesting. Never thought about quitting on somebody in a team. Because this is a team sport. Yep. Yep. Did you fish the rest of the year by yourself? I did. I finished the rest of the year solo, except for the Palmetto Boat Center Classic. Elizabeth, which is my partner now, she got to fish that with me. And we did pretty good together, and that's kind of when we clicked as partners. So. Well, besides teamwork, because you pretty much just touched on that, what do you think fishing has taught you? That could be whether, you know, fishing with a partner or just fishing by yourself in general. What is one thing, main thing that fishing has taught you? The main thing it's taught me is patience. And honestly, being out there and seeing just maybe the sunrise or seeing the sunset brings a lot to you, and you get thankful for what you're able to be out there doing because there's other people who don't have the opportunity to do it. So, yeah. yeah. It's interesting you mentioned sunrises because there's a lot of people that, that never get to see the sunrise on the water. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it is a special thing. I mean, I. It is very special. I have almost wrecked the boat, turning around, taking pictures yeah, of the sunrise have. behind mm-hmm. us. I have been yelling at you. Yeah. Dad, there is a dock in front of us. Yeah, but that's, you know, sunrises are, they are special. And they're never the same. No. That's exactly what I was about to say. (laughs) Well, I kind of stole your thunder. (laughs) You're doing that, She's the guest. I know, I'm going to shut up. Okay. We talked about this before the break. We did. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Toughest thing about, um, what's been the best thing about it? I mean, the best thing about it. Yeah, the best thing about it. I mean, looking back, and you still got a couple of tournaments here. Your junior, you got your senior year. I mean, at the end of your senior year, looking back over, what do you think is going to be the thing that just that you look back on that you're going to miss the most? Just going out of state and really meeting other female anglers and getting to talk to them and learn ways that they fish and teach them ways that I fish and just comparing with each other. I think is probably the best thing that has came out of this. Where all do you meet other female anglers from? I mean, what what states? I mean, where have you been? And I'm sure they met hometown girls, but you probably met girls from coming further distance than you come. Yep, I've been to Alabama and talked to a few. I know a few girls from North Carolina and Tennessee and Georgia, of course, because I live right near Georgia. Yeah, and South Carolina. So. Good deal. Well, an interesting point. Yeah. Four, three years ago, you met Avery? Yeah. She met a young lady named Avery Dottie who now goes to Carson Newman. And they become really good friends, and we meet up like at this past classic. We all met up, you know, and so on and so forth. But she's been able to build a relationship with a lot of other people in the country, male and female. Tony, what are you going to miss the most after her senior year? My boat. <laughs> which tells me the boat may be going to college with Anna. Exactly. Oh, but yeah. no. In all in all seriousness, I mean, you know, 
yeah, we may we may have disagreements and this girl must have mocks each other on the boat, but sure. just those times together because that time can't be replaced. Mm-mm. No, but I, I and I'm sure you know we talk about toughness of fishing, getting up on a morning where it's cold and rainy. And I've been out there on the water on some of those cold mornings, shooting yep. pictures of y'all launching and all, and uh, rainy weather, windy weather, dangerous weather. Bad fishing conditions, long, good fishing long, long days. days and all. This is time that y'all will, I mean, I, I can't imagine the time y'all spent together. Traveling time, eating time. I mean, Taylor, you know what that's like. Oh, yeah, especially and, the eating time. Yeah. <laughs> and and that, that has got to be worth the price of admission to y'all. Yeah, we've had hundreds and hundreds of hours on the water, you know, many, many miles of interstates and you know, we we it's been a a very a bonding experience, but at the same time, it's been a growing experience. Tony, when she goes off to college, you gonna go watch her fish when she fishes the college tournaments? Oh, absolutely. Watch <laughs> the fan, always a fan. Absolutely. He'll come. He'll come if it's in Alabama, Georgia, or South Carolina. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, we got about a minute left, Taylor. What do we want to? Let's see. Hmm. I don't know. Well, we kind of already covered because I was going to ask Anna if it's hard to make decisions with Tony, and Tony said he gets aggravated with her, and she picks up on that. Um, oh, I get aggravated with him a lot, too, so. It's a two-way street. <laughs> it, it is a two-way street. It's always it a two-way street. Well, uh, real quick, what's uh, what's the most annoying thing about Tony in the boat? Because he sits there, and then he'll lay back in the seat, and he'll start snoring. And, and I'm sitting there trying to fish, and I start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> what else am I supposed to do? <laughs> that sounds like something you do, Daddy. I, I, will, I will give you this, Tony. You have more patience than I do. I, I go out and marshal some, and I sit there and watch those guys, and and I, I can't stand it. It's all I can do not to, like, Want to hop up on the deck with them and start fishing or mm-hmm. something? So, well, we we fish an average of twenty tournaments a year. So, wow, taxing has a lot of watching. All right, well, we're gonna come back. We're gonna do one more segment with Tony and Anna. So, y'all hang on, and uh, music's a little bit off, but hey, we'll get over it. See you on the other side of the break. More and more I dig in his music. Uh-huh. I could listen to Darius Rucker or Hootie and the Blowfish. Darius Rucker. Hootie and the Blowfish. Darius Rucker. Daddy, don't oh, start this. Oh, we need to do this. You, but, okay. Okay, maybe we okay. Do need to do this. Okay, I don't know if y'all listen to this kind of music, but, okay, without saying it, Tony, in your mind, who is this? Anna, in your mind... Who is this? And the two choices are obviously Hootie and the Blowfish or Darius Rucker. We know him well enough to do this. Yeah. Okay, all right. So, so let's, who do you want to do, Tony or Anna first? Anna, who is that to you? Is that Hootie and the Blowfish from, like, way back, like the old people, like your dad and my dad? Ow! <laughs> or is it Darius Rucker? I think I'm going to go with you and say it's Darius Rucker. Praise God. Okay, let's go for the split here. Tony, who is that? Is that Hootie and the Blowfish or Darius Rucker? 
That's Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> oh, come on. Old guys got to stick together here. Okay. That was a half point for each of us. That's half point for each of us. Yes. I, I would love to know who's down. winning. <laughs> we do that. We do a lot of we do that with a lot of first time guests. You know who is this? It's kind of a fun icebreaker and all, and y'all did well on it. I'm winning. No, you're not, yeah. Anna. We all have them, and this is gonna be fun. What's the you know? And you hear about them. Oh, they're out there to catch more anglers and catch big <laughs> fish, and we've all bought them. I'm not gonna go into my history of buying things that don't catch fish, but yeah, don't. Help me. What's what's the one thing? There's got to be one thing. What is it? Um, so I was in, I, this was in Alabama too, when I was at Gunnersville, and I saw this buzz bait hanging on the wall, and I bought it, and it had the blade, of course, and it had one of the little clicker clacker things oh, on it. Oh, yeah. And the first time I threw that thing, that is the loudest buzz oh. bait known <laughs> to man. And I threw it about three times. And I got so mad because the sound irritated me. <laughs> and I was like, there ain't no fish going to eat this thing. They're all going to run away from it because it, it sounds like a daggum thunderstorm <laughs> coming up. <laughs> I told her it's for, for alligators. It wasn't for dogs. Alligators, yeah, there you go. Okay, there's eight dollars. Yep, yeah, or ten or, or twelve. That's it. Yeah. Oh yeah, we've all got them. Yeah, we won't go and there. She, and she still has it. That's the bad thing. It's hanging up in the garage. I refuse to put it in the boat. Well, there you go. You found one use for it. That's a reminder. That's right. Don't don't don't, don't buy don't. things you don't need. That's right. Yeah. Don't say that. We would have anything in the boat out there. <laughs> Anna, you know, we, we talked a little bit about your sixth grade year, your partner quitting, disappointing, your dad saying, all right, we're going fishing, you finished out the year, uh, which says a lot about you as a person and an angler that, you know, and I and I never let the girls quit something they started, so Tony, kudos to you. Um, take us take us through your, your fishing career from seventh, eighth, ninth, just, just hit some of the high points and maybe a low point or two of your fishing career. Alright, so my seventh grade year was pretty normal. I mean, we ended up finishing fifth in the middle school for the Palmetto Boat Center division. In eighth grade, we did the same thing, finished fifth, but that was the first year that Bass had a junior open. Okay. And it was actually held here on Lake Hartwell where I live. And the bad thing is we finished third by four ounces. And that really just Crush my dreams. Fishing is a game of ounces, <laughs> ounces. you know it? Oh, yeah. You... If we would have had four ounces <laughs> of water drops on yeah. <laughs> we would have won. That's a, that's a spit-up herring in the live well. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, okay, speaking of that, what what's the old technique your dad taught you that you used? Mm. Oh, it, well, it's a secret. I can't oh, really oh, tell you oh. that. See there? You almost tricked me. Fisherman in their secret. Because she, she didn't say that. She didn't yeah, say she what did. it was. Just an old technique. But but it, it must be working for you. It must be working for her. All right. Old people techniques. Ah, uh, yeah. The old people techniques. We love those. Sometimes. Sometimes. They catch big fish. Sometimes. <laughs> for some people, it must not be any of my old techniques. <laughs> All right. Ninth grade. Keep going. All right. So my ninth grade year, everything's pretty much going great. I was in school. It was my first year of high school, and then quarantine. <laughs> oh, that messed up everybody. 
it made me so mad because, well, we were out of school, which I wasn't mad about that. Sure. But our fishing season had basically ended. Right. But me and Daddy still went out there in quarantine because there's nothing else to do, and boat ramps were closed everywhere unless you had a pass. Yeah. And that was actually quarantine fishing was some of the best fishing that I've ever had. Like, we had several 15, 16-pound bags. So wow. <laughs> that was pretty fun. Yeah? Yep. Let's see. Classic on Lake Y lost the tournament day two to careless errors. Please oh, elaborate. Yeah. Okay. So we fished Lake Wiley. I think it was our second. No, maybe it was our first time fishing Wiley. I was there. Yeah. I, I caught it with you. You were trolling motoring around the boat dock. Yep, it was our first time, and so first day of Classic, we had about nine pounds. It was only a three-fish tournament because okay. it was in the middle of summer. Right. Next day, we go out there, same place, same area. I lose a fish on a jig, and then there's usually only one fish on that dock, so we just up and left and went to our next spot, and there's fish loaded up and down that wall. Well... I flipped up the wall and let the bait fall down. I set the hook in this fish and start coming to the boat. And I'm stressed out because it's about 12 o'clock and, like, we got to catch fish. We got to have fish. And I reel it. I keep reeling it. I'm telling my partner to get the net. And I'm so stressed out that I reel it to the end of my rod and it pops off. Oh. It was about a five-pound fish, too. That's <sighs> That hurts. That does hurt. Okay. And then about, like a punch. About five minutes later, she does the same thing, but she doesn't reel it to the end of her rod. She pushes her rod towards the fish. Fish jumps, spits out the bait at her, about three pounds, goes in them. That was so bad. That's fishing. And I think we had one more bite that day on that wall. Okay. Oh boy. Let's put it. Let's put a stamp on the ninth grade year and move on. Yeah, for real. Yep. yep. We did catch one fish that day. It was a twelve-inch spot. Thank goodness for the twelve-inch <laughs> spots. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> Tenth grade year. All right. So, like I mentioned earlier, I fished Gunnersville, which tenth grade was the first time I actually fished Gunnersville. And I fell in love with it because I've never flipped mats before until I got there. <laughs> and Daddy was teaching me, and I was like, oh, my goodness, I love this so much. <laughs> and you could hear the the brim clicking in the mats, uh-huh. and everything was just so cool. But then we got further into the year, and me and Elizabeth were fishing. And this is probably our worst year we've had together. But we ended up. Getting ourselves back together towards the end of the year. Had a 12th place finish in PBC. Yeah. And then me and my other partner fished the TBF World Finals. Okay. Which we qualified for together. Yeah. And I didn't think I had it. And he didn't think we had the titles that we got. Right. But I actually ended up uh, winning the top female angler in the world finals and me and him together were the top co-ed team. So wow. it started things started looking up <laughs> plus summer. Plus scholarships and then we have partnerships with yep. with some of the tackle companies and all. Eleventh grade year you're about halfway into it. We got a I'll have but about like a minute and a half, so 
right. How things been this year? Good. It's going pretty good. We're actually sitting 19th in points right now for Palmetto Boat Center. Okay. And we're only 27 points out of 10th place. So it's, wow. it's very tight. Yeah. And I feel like we got this. We're going to end up top 10 this year. Cool. Put your mind to it. You can do anything. That's right. Well, oh, quick. Yeah. Got about a, we got about two minutes uh, before we need to start wrapping things up. Uh, college. Got some college visits lined up, do you? I do. I'm actually going to tour Carson Newman this month. And shortly after that, I'm going to tour Georgia Southern. What are you looking for? I mean, I mean, well, I guess this would be the optimum time to say, what do you plan to do with the rest of your life? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm looking to get into collegiate bass fishing. Okay. And I'm looking for some of the better programs that have a coach and not a fisherman as a coach. Because I really just want to have somebody there to support me and tell me that you got this. You're going to. Be good. You're fine. Encouraging. Yeah. That's what yeah, a lot of kids. Yeah. Tony, um, you got one more year of this. How how do you think from from a coach's from a dad and a coach's standpoint, you followed her all these years. How do you think she's going to do next year? What's next year going to be like? She'll be fine. I mean, it's going to be her senior year, so it'll be a it'll be a you know, a bittersweet year. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, because you know it's end of one thing and beginning of another, and you know she, she'll do fine. And she and you brought it up a few minutes ago. She's done very well with her partners' companies, and I'll let her talk about that because she's got a couple of great partners she's in with now, and and that'll carry on through with you know with her to college, and you know she'll be fine. I mean, it's just I want her to be comfortable wherever she chooses to go to college, and that's the most important thing I tell her. It's not about the fishing program; it's more about your comfort. Yeah. Well, quickly, got about. About uh, about thirty seconds. Tell us uh, tell us a few of your partnerships you got with. I have a partnership with Casting, which is the best reels and rods I've ever used. And I'm not just saying that because <laughs> we're partners, but they really are. They're very good quality, and the reels fit good for people with smaller hands. Okay. And then we have Livingston Lures, which I've been with for a while. Uh, I love them. There's nothing I wouldn't go to a lake without one in my hand. All right. Because you and like crankbaits. I saw that. I do. I yes. very much love crankbaits. <laughs> All right. 15 seconds. Keep rolling. And then I have American Baitworks, which is bigger companies like Scumfrog and Netbait. They also have Set the Hook, Halo Rods, and Freedom Tackle. Cool. Well, this has gone really well. We thank you both. Thanks for your experience. Uh, next year when you're a senior, we'll have to do this again and get a, get a little yeah. look back on the senior year. But thanks very much for being here, uh, Anna and Tony Kay from Crescent High School. Yeah. And for the rest of you listening out there, get involved. Go fishing. But yeah, make time to get out there. Take the back roads when you can. Don't forget that camera. See you back here next week with more Woods and Water, South Carolina. Carolina. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.